I'm not scarred by what's happened. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe there's good men out there. I believe I will find one. So how did you say, like, I'm not going to let this ruin the next relationship I have? What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Can you say something? Well. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed Podcast with your favorite sisters. I'm not sure. What, what are you? You're I don't know what sound just came out of my mouth, yeah. but I'm delusional yeah. right now. Yeah. Can I just tell you about my 24 hours? Sorry if I sound like I have cotton swabs stuck up my nose. Just bear with me. It's not COVID. Just seasonal, you know? Mm-hmm. I have been so tired, and I know you've been tired too, but I'm the type of person, I'm like my mom, where we will go, 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 push our bodies, do the most, and make time for friends at the end of a very long day just because we think we can. No, no, we can't. So my body caught up to me yesterday and said, mm, you're done. Oh, when I say shut down, she, I like <laughs> asked her, I'm like, basically in equivalent, I go, like, tell me what's going on. No, like, she literally wrong? said, how are you? And she's like, dude, ask I, Starts wailing, starts yelling. I was like, I just want to know how you are. Like, tell me what's going on. She goes, I want to talk about it. I'm you like, guys, oh my God. I needed to cry for no reason so bad. So bad because always- I'm not an occasional crier. I'm not one of those people where... If one thing upsets me, I'm just going to let it out because it's upsetting that's me. That's so not true, Sistine. No, it is true. Sistine, that's absolutely false. If something pisses you off, you start tearing up instantly. No, unless it's really bad. But for, mo- for the most part, I would say I cry less than the average person. Okay, I do. You can say not. I don't no. really care. Let me have my moment, lady. I have your moment, but you cry just as much as Scarlett does. I What's do. What's point? I'm just saying— you, yes, are depleted and you're exhausted and you're tired and you definitely are the person to push yourself the most. And then when you hit a wall, you hit a wall and it's scary. That's what scary. I'm trying to say. Yeah, but you you cry. Okay. No, we, I think, both have completely hit a wall. Like, my skin has never looked worse. I am exhausted. I've been waking up at 5 a.m. every single day. But it's. I think it's the move, the travel, the... It's, it's other things, too. It's not just, like... Work-wise, it's a relationships-wise. It's kind of getting everything set before we do every. I don't. I don't think we've had a break for one weekend. Yeah, I don't think I've been settled into one place for a few months. Honestly, since for you, New Year's. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like my health has been bad since New Year, Mm -hmm. and uh, not starting this year off great. But we're finally moved into our new building. Thank God, it is so beautiful. we're living alone. We're not living together, which has been a bit of a adjustment. Yeah, it's There's different. some pros and cons to it, I have to say. What's my, your cons? My con is the coffee isn't tasting as good. But the pro as the is— I make it? Yes, but the pro is I'm not cleaning up coffee grinds all over the table. The Okay, well, fair, but it still tastes shitty, so it's okay because the coffee grinds are worth the taste. Maybe. I think so. I think— that it's actually been more of a pro than a con in general for me. Because it's like, I'm more responsible for everything I do. I miss you. We live in the same building. We're fine. <laughs> it's not 
like we're that far from each other and we FaceTime each other and go to each other's places. Except lately, because Sistine's been as she's like, I have chicken. been loving no, being away from I, you. It has been refreshing. I didn't say you. I just like having my space. I like being able to cook. My food, while you're saying it smells bad, because I like to make eggs. I like to make. I'm sorry, chicken. eggs are stinky. No one wants to smell she eggs. She doesn't like cauliflower smells. Like there's very specific smells that Sistine doesn't like that I wasn't able to make at our old place. So now I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, and I also think that it's it's been good to kind of like be able to decide on my own. It, probably for you too, like what you actually want in your space, because mm-hmm. I never really had that freedom to go. Okay, like what do what's my interest? Because normally we have to kind of agree upon it. Yeah. And that's, like, been really fun is buying all the furniture and, like, seeing it, putting it together. You've had, like, people in your room every single day building shit. Oh, my God. It, it's just—I haven't been alone, I feel like. There's always just noise and chaos in my place. But now it's finally—yesterday was the first day that I actually sat on the couch for 12 hours and did not move. Yeah. And um, it was horrible. I realized I like being around people. I hate being alone. I thought I loved it. And I was like, this is cool. I like it. I was so lonely. I'm so opposite. I realized how much I love to be alone. I, I was thriving for four hours doing nothing. I was on the couch. I was doing, like, I was reading. I was working. I'm like, I can do this for another six. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. But, you know, we had this problem. The one bad thing. I love this place, but one bad thing I had happen to me yesterday that I'm, like, nervous now about is the fact that the elevators are funky. I got stuck in the elevator yesterday. Stuck. And it wasn't just for, like, two seconds. It was for, like, a good 15 minutes. And I don't know if you know this. Newly discovered, I don't like tight spaces. I don't like tight well, spaces. You I have claustrophobia now. The thing, <laughs> the, the thing is with these newer buildings is they're all electronic keys to get up, to get into your building, to get into your room. So in order for you to go to a certain floor, you have to scan your key. It's a whole thing. So if you forget your key, you're screwed. Sophia gets locked in the elevator. I forgot my key in my room. I get locked out of my room. And the problem with this high-tech building is I wasn't able to go to the lobby because I didn't have my key and I wasn't able to get back in. <laughs> so she just stuck on her key. floor. So I was stuck in the hallway for a close to 35, 40 minutes. Waiting, waiting for, for someone. someone to hopefully walk and on no my floor. And no one's in this building. No one's so moved in it's yet. like we you actually have to wait for someone to maybe like a contractor to like walk in the room. Thank and God. I, and I got lucky because I got stuck with a contractor and he's like, Don't worry, it's okay. Yeah, like a walkie-talkie. Oh my god, thank God my boyfriend comes waltzing around the corner 40 minutes later with a bagel. I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but it's been good. I'm I'm excited to sort of just make it more my own. I still feel like it's not Yeah, no, it's in. still... I saw boxes and things places. I, I definitely need to hang half the things. I just think this month is a little weird. I'll be honest. Like, I Yo, like, F you, March. I hate March. It's weird. So I, I told... I actually didn't tell you this, but I went... It was when we were um, we were at Target, and then we, you and I separated after we got lunch, and I went to go get uh, my friend a birthday present. And I went back to my car after getting the present... And I parked in front of this girl, and I could see her through the her car door window very clearly. Mm-hmm. And when I say she was wailing, I mean, I have never seen someone cry that hard. Are you sure it wasn't me? I'm not sure. I was looking at her. I'm like, Sistine? It no. probably was and I, me. And then I sat in my car, and I sat there for like four more minutes, kind of like th- debating. And when I say sobs, I mean like you could tell she couldn't breathe, and she was— 
heaving and I was freaking out. She looked my age. And Girl, I, I, I get it. And I was debating. I'm like, do I knock on the window? No, Sarah, you, you let her But cry. that's the thing. It's like, no, because if she was doing it outside, 100% I would have been like, you good? Like, do you need help? And I had this like urge to knock no, on the window and be like, no. what do you need? Like, do you need I to fix something? I would be so <laughs> annoyed if I was wailing in the car and someone was like, are you, roll down the window. Are you okay? It's like, no, do I look okay? I was do I want that, you, stranger, to w- approach me? I was waiting for the moment that maybe she like would make eye contact with me and I could no. be like, are you good? But I mean, I've never seen someone sob that hard. There is something so therapeutic about a really hard sob. And I did it twice yesterday. She did, she did do it twice. Once to me, once to mom. <laughs> I was kind of scared of the second one. I don't even know what I was crying about, but it felt so, I felt so much better. I felt so good. This is a PSA. Pause this podcast, cry really hard, and then come back. Perfect. That sounds great. This weekend, I'm headed out of town, but it's, so you have actually time to recover. I'm going to D.C. for the first time. I've never been. Very exciting. I'm so excited. I'm meeting up with mom and dad there, which is going to be really fun to see them. Um, but I don't, I don't like really know what to do there. Like, do I just look at monuments all the time? I mean, I've never seen the monuments, so I guess I'll just walk around and look at the White House. And this is what you do: you break into the White House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jump First. the fence. Okay, jump the fence. Go into the Oval Office. Of course. Make unwaxed podcast its own news station. Wait, how does, I bring the sticker. I put it on the podium. <laughs> Walk out. No, you give the president a hug. You stick it on his back. He'll have no idea. You he say, got, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, why is Joe Biden's having on wax behind him? No, I, I'm excited because I know that you said someone described D.C. as a cleaner version of New York. Would you say that's accurate or would you say it's more? D.C. is sort of like a cooler Hamptons. That is the bougiest thing I've ever said. I've never been to Hamptons. Never been to Hamptons either, but so I can you- imagine <laughs> from what it looks like, similar. Yeah, well, I'm extending the trip just because I fi- figured, like, I don't want to just be there for one day. I'm going for an event on Friday. Where else are you, why else are you going to D.C.? To look at statues of Abraham Lincoln. And then anything else? Eating good food. Food. Alone? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So you have company. I'll have company. No, I'm going with someone I'm excited about. So we'll see how that goes. Well, before you go, I'm very excited for your trip. We're going to have a lot of fun. But before you go, I'm going to make sure I hand your company um, some Manscaped before the big trip. That's right, baby. This is Manscaped Dad. Take it away. Pew, 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 pew. As you guys know, our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders of the below-waist hygiene, are turning men's shower dreams into their new favorite routine with the all-new Ultra Premium Collection. This all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle is designed to upgrade the everyday man shower routine from head to toe. Trust us, ladies. His skin, his hair, and his balls deserve this. The men in our lives have become much more confident since using Manscaped, Mm -hmm. I have to say. Let us help give your man a new hygienic routine you'll appreciate. You guys, step one, have him lather on the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash. If you're not sure you heard that correctly, ladies, but this body wash is cologne-infused, so I promise you will also love it. I'm sure you love that, Sophia. You love a man's scent. I love Mm -hmm. the scent. Step two. Apply the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleanses and nourishes all in one step. 
He'll apply this to his armpits and his pubic region, too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Step three. Once he's out of the shower, he'll be free from the body odor by applying on the Manscaped aluminum-free deodorant. Thank God. And if he has tattoos, 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 or dry skin, Manscaped has him covered with the hydrating body moisturizer spray. Now this is the time to celebrate because Manscaped, and we all hate chapped lips, threw in some Manscaped Up lip balm. And that's not only the best part of it because we all hate chapped lips. So it's time to celebrate because Manscaped even threw in some Manscaped lip balm. This is a free gift when you purchase the Ultra Premium Collection. We love free. And last but not least, you guys, you know how I feel about this next product. He will want to use the Lawn Mower 4.0 electric trimmer to clean off any unwanted body hair. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, so you bet it's a major key to the new shower routine. Not to sound like Tony Robbins, but this new bundle will change his life and it will change yours All right. too. Wow. This is how you get in on it, you guys. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code UNWAXED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code UNWAXED at manscaped.com. Let's get the man in your life nice and clean with the new Manscaped shower routine. And it rhymed. I know that this is kind of old news and everyone's seen it and their mother and their grandma and their dog, but euphoria. I mean, you were a huge fan of this show, but I kind of was slow burn into it. I was diehard season one fan. Season two. Did you hear that? Season one fan. Season two just was a little bit slow for me. I didn't like it at all. I'm sorry. I thought the only plot I liked was between Maddie, Cassie, and Nate. But everyone else didn't really have a storyline. But they didn't really highlight that plot a lot. And they left so many open ends to so many storylines. Like Kat didn't have a storyline. I mean, I think Lexi was the only one that I thought had a start to finish. A start to finish. And I thought hers was really well developed. Um, but even Fez and Lexi's relationship was kind of open-ended. Uh, yeah. But you, I just, I'm sorry. I hated the finale. It was so the boring. Play. The play part. That was I would have loved to attend that play. That would, was epic. Would you have gone on stage? Me? Yeah. From the audience? Yeah. No, why would I disrupt a play? Well, everyone started running on stage after. Yeah, they were trying to beat the shit out of Cassie. When you, when you no way, I'm not doing that. You're like, I Maddie did too. Hit me. No way. I just, I don't know. I just feel like a, those shows, when they get, they're very creative and they're beautifully designed and the makeup, the aesthetics, the clothing, <laughs> everything is great. But I just think when they overdo it and yeah. they completely miss out on the character. Like, for example, this is totally opposite show, but there's a reason why everyone loves the show. And it's pretty much set in one place. Yellowstone. Totally opposite. I know. Everyone's I started probably, that yesterday. Good. The reason why everyone loves the show is because they love the character development. You really get to learn about yeah. every single character's start to finish, backstory, why they act the way they do. And you kind of feel like there's some sort of resolution at the end of it. But this one just like, it kind of, didn't have that yeah, for me. I totally agree. I was upset that I didn't see more of Maddie. I thought she was going to hook up with the mom, the mom she yeah, was babysitting was with. I was pretty upset that didn't happen. Also, you know what I don't like about high school shows? And so many, you know, Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill, all of them are the same. Vampire the characters Dice. in Euphoria. Maddie is 31, 30, I'm pretty sure. And she's playing a 17-year-old. 
See that? I'm like, why don't we just hire at least mid twenties? Okay, you know. Uh, let me, let me uh, actually counter this because I agree with you. Because I'm looking at like Vampire Diaries. I'm like, if this is high school, it's gonna be. If the guys are gonna look, I'm gonna like be this, disappointed. I'm gonna be stoked. Well, no, and, you go to your high school and you see everyone is no, like. No, I'm saying if having I, a, when I saw it before high school, I was thinking if that's oh, how high school stoked. is. That I'm excited for it. And then you go to high school and everyone looks like they're four Everyone years. has like acne. Yeah, people are still like maybe drinking bottles. Growing facial hair. Um, yeah. But you look at shows like the new High School Musical show and those kids are, they're, they're probably in their early 20s, 19, 18. So and you can't I can't compare t- High School Musical characters to Euphoria characters. They are the cornballs of the century. Yeah, they it's look, they, it's teeny bopper. I'm talking like when they're trying, like Gossip Girl. You're telling me Serena Van Wurtzerden? What's her name? Serena. I've never seen the show. So I have no idea. Is 16? I don't understand the girls. I tried to get into it once. I, I don't no, get it. No, it's pretty bad. It's, I feel like you have to, it's one of those shows you have to watch at the moment. You know what show is realistic and holds up to its time and will never go out of style? Hmm. Sex and the City. That show makes so much sense. Sometimes, if I'm going through something— Not the new season. Not and just like that. Like we are not talking about just like that. That, that show, doesn't exist when we're talking about That show, it. first of all, I didn't like writing Pelotons before. This proves my point. Big, yeah. dying on a Peloton. Sorry if I ruined it for you, but, like, I saved you. That show is so good. Samantha Jones gives the best— Male advice. One day I'm just going to type out a bunch of quotes that she says, bring them to a podcast, and you guys will understand. It, it like, stands the test no, of time. No, I, I agree with that. I don't think I could watch it consecutively for so long because oh, it's, it's very monotone and the same beat every single episode. But I agree with you. It does still have actually really, really good advice. Sometimes. I think sometimes it's a little toxic. But, you know, we always well, love toxic yeah, here. I mean, but... Stay on brand. I know. I don't, I just started watching the new show also, Marvelous Miss Maisel. I think that's such a funny show. Have you ever seen it? It's so good. The new season's out. But, you know, I think Sissy and I can agree that our favorite shows are reality TV. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm sorry. I love it. It's, it's true. And you know why it's our favorite is because if you really get a great cast, it's real. And the shit that goes down behind the scenes is not fake. And we've met some people from behind the scenes of whether it was like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or maybe it's Below Deck or whatever it is. They are who they are on camera. But I have to say, I mean, I wouldn't say every reality show is real. There's definitely like Kardashians is definitely loosely scripted. Mm -hmm. But my personal favorite reality show, I know for fact, is real emotions, real character dynamics, real relationships. It's called... Vanderpump Rules. And when we say that it's her favorite show, and I've sat with her, we've watched probably the seasons all the way through three times. Season one, th- th- season eight, three times. We just finished season eight. <laughs> Again. I, I'm halfway through season one right now. <laughs> yeah, so we, we restarted. <laughs> starting it back up. And I can't wait to hit season four. Do you want to know why I can't wait to hit season four? Why can't you wait? Because my favorite character. She really is. Steps onto the scene of Vanderpump Rules in season four. And guess what we have in store for you guys today? The Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules is, is coming on today. freaking sitting on this couch in the next 15 minutes. And things we know her, but I'm still really, really excited and nervous. I feel like I'm, I don't know. You know why I love watching her so much? 
She is so badass. Yeah. She came onto the show so unapologetically herself, basically saying, this is who I am. If you like me, cool, let's be friends. If we don't, that's not my problem. I love her confidence, her boldness. I mean, she is— Also, her skin is beautiful. Her skin's beautiful. She's a boss woman. She's a mom. I mean, we have so much to unpack with her today. All right, guys. This strong, badass woman made her presence known when she stepped onto the L.A. scene. Becoming a fan favorite on the hit reality show, Vanderpump Rules, she is now owner and creator of her own beauty brand called Give Them Lala, podcast host, published author, actress, and now new New mommy. mommy. (laughs) We have the beautiful Lala Kent on Unwrapped. Well, it's true to have you here. We are freaking out. I don't know if you realize because actually we are huge fans of yours. Like before we even met you, like we were Sistine's watched probably Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. No, honestly, we have always admired you. We thought you were so beautiful. We loved your energy on the show. And then meeting you in person, first of all, we have to tell that story of how we've been met in person, but you were all of those things. And sometimes you see people on TV and you're like, oh, they're one way, but you were that and more. Yeah. Thank you. I remember you came over to our house for, you joined our family dinner one night and we were so chaotic. And I was so yeah. shocked we didn't scare you off. I felt right at home, actually. Oh, my God. Amazing. I know, that's why I did. <laughs> I know, because we were like, oh, my God, she can hang with us. Yeah. Like, she can yeah. actually keep up with our obnoxiously loud, like, conversations at dinner. No, you have the cutest family. Like, oh. leaving your house, I was like, that is, like, a sweet, close family. Because oh. nothing was mm-hmm. off limits. Yeah. Like, the true. way you guys talk in front of your parents <laughs> is kind of how I and, would talk in front of mine. You know, you'd think if you had guests over that your your family unit would act a little bit more polite and yeah, Ma- well mannered, and we were exactly the opposite of that. So we were so shocked that yeah, no, they were like, like cool with it. That was like the first. You guys were, I think, the first people that I had like been around. Had I even announced that I was pregnant? No, I remember. told us. You told us that day that you were pregnant, and I think you just found out. And you're like, I no had. one else knows. Yeah. Yes, oh you're right. Oh, my God. And we were like, yeah. no, we're the first. We're I not felt the like first, it was but... a badge of honor. Yeah. I, no, I mean, how cool is that, though? Yeah. Yeah. And my mom oh, lost her I mind. Know. And my mom's like, wait, she's pregnant. But my we, mom wants, like, pregnant You had mommy glow. Yeah, I you did. did. You were such yeah. a pretty pregnant lady. Thank you. Did you like being pregnant? I loved it. The first like three months, I was very sick. Mm. Like morning sickness? Like, yeah, just like nauseous mm. all the time. Ugh. But like then once I got through that, I loved it. And after I gave birth, mm-hmm. that was like my most favorite body too. Really? I just felt like all woman. I was like, I just pushed a person, a person. out of my cookie. <laughs> I'm like, like, you can't fuck with me. No. You know? Seriously, and I was feeling that. thick. My boobies were all huge. And I was, like, feeding my young with them. I was like, yeah. yeah. I, I want to hear me right. <laughs> Wait, but I love hearing that side of it because I think a lot of women get scared to get pregnant because they're afraid of what their body will look like after. And the right. fact that you're like, no, I felt more woman. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get pregnant. <laughs> no, like, no, I loved it. And, and granted, like, from afar, because I— I definitely get it. Like, you look at certain people, and not everybody's body looks the same after Mm -hmm. they give birth, right? Right. And so for me, being like, well, I loved my body. I can understand someone being like, please shut the fuck up. Right, right. Like, you know, because some people don't battle it. I'm well aware that my bounce back was amazing. 
But I kind of take it into a different zone of like, my body created someone's brain. Right. How could you That's not crazy. look at yourself and be I like, know. Yeah. That you grew a That's human crazy. being inside yes. your stomach. My child's going to go off one day and like get a job because she has a mind. Yeah, that, that like, you created in my I body. Mean, <laughs> you know? You have to pro- you probably think of so many interesting things like that that you would have never thought about before. Never. So like, what's something that right when you pushed her out, did your mentality completely change? Did you look at things differently? Like, did you prioritize things differently? Yes. I think the second I the second I got pregnant, I could feel myself becoming more motherly and just calmer. I, I'm still like a hothead, but, no, like, but it, it's, it shifted. Yeah, you totally. know, like I take a beat now before I react. Mm-hmm. And then the second she was born, you look at the world and everything that maybe you've done in your past, and you want to protect that baby like you right. realize all of the beauty in the world mm. still because you see this like innocent life mm. but you also realize all like the ugly shit out there yeah. that you'll do anything to protect your kid yes. from. right was there anything about your pregnancy because the one thing i'm scared about and i always think i'm like there's things that people say oh i didn't expect this to happen to my body and like maybe their nipples got bigger or they just like, got more stretch marks or whatever it was was there anything during your pregnancy where like I did not expect that to happen or, like, change. Okay, so the first thing was I didn't get hair anywhere. What? Like, my legs. Wait, I like never Like, my cookie. I never what? had to shave it, which was good because I couldn't see it after <laughs> Wait, some that's point. Like the most convenient thing ever. Wait, How weird amazing. is that? Are you what? kidding? It's yes. like laser hair removal without actually doing Wait, that. Wait, but I would expect it to be the opposite. Opposite. Like, I would be a well, woolly mammoth. Yeah, well, mom said her hair grew, like, a ton when she was pregnant. Right. Like, m- I was waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I was like, where's this great hair everyone's been telling me about? Because it, it ain't hitting me right. <laughs> Nowhere. But no, like, my cookie was all clean. I, like, rarely had to shave my legs. My nipples got <laughs> huge. <laughs> no! And dark. Like, I have a heart tattoo around my right nipple. Yeah. Oh, that's And cute. it was now, like, my nipple was around my it's heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm like, like <laughs> I didn't think this tattoo through. You're like, do I have to, like, expand the heart? Well, I did think that. My mom's like, they'll go down. And they'll I was leave. concerned because I'm like, I'm going to yeah. be breastfeeding with, like, a heart tattoo. Like, how trashy. Oh, no, I, mean, I, I mean, like, that's kind of cool, cool though. That she's looking at, it's like she's looking at your heart. All yeah. Time. Uh, you're right. <laughs> it's like yeah. a special side. It's like it a favorite side. side. Yeah, Does she like that side the most? Side. No, she likes the left. I was like, the uh, left gets all the love. It's bigger. The left gets <laughs> all the love. You know, and there's I There's always one that gets more love. There's always one that gets more love. Did you try your breast milk? Yeah, it was good. <gasps> was I used it, it in my coffee a couple of times when we were Stop. adding cream. Wait, are there health benefits to that, though? Or are you yes. just doing it because— There is? You can—yes. It's like, I don't know what's in it. I think it's, like, full of protein or I'm something. I'm sure it's great, I don't know. Honestly. But you people sell their breast milk on, like, the black market to bodybuilders. Stop! What? Yes. We got to confirm this. Did you get your placenta? I encapsulated it. Okay, so I, yes. I heard that's like amazing. The vitamins in there. Does that change anything? Like, does it do anything? You know what? I think when I st- would not take them, like I'd miss days, yeah. I noticed my hormones were out of whack and I'd kind of feel down. Oh, so, oh And when I would take them, it would balance me out. Because if you think about it, like your body creates this organ and then it's like just gets rid of it. 
You know, it's oh, got to kind of fuck you up a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like completely changes the natural balance of your body. And yes. it just like disappears. I didn't feel right about getting rid of it. I'm like, it did so much work. I'm going to keep it. Well, I always forget though with childbirth is I think a lot of people just assume, okay, the baby comes out and ta-da, you're done. Like, yeah. no, you also got to push out a placenta. Wait, did you have an yeah. epidural? Like, that's oh, crazy. Did that hurt? Pump that me up. That scares me. Yeah, did I it do. hurt when it got into your back? No. Can I tell you, I passed out though twice. What? When they Stop. when they put the like IV? the most easy thing. <laughs> no, you easy got a nipple tattoo and you can't get an IV? No. What? Like, I, I literally, I they thought I was seizing. The only reason <laughs> they, they knew I wasn't was because the baby's heartbeat was fine. Okay. So I was just passing out. <laughs> no, it was just over like, and over is that again. bad to like pass out when a baby in your stomach? I mean, I don't think that they want that to happen. Yeah, I think they need you like pretty alert. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, she was fine. The epidural. Yeah. I didn't even feel it. Because the contractions I, were hurting. Or? Yeah, it feels like the most intense. Oh, my God. But you also have to remember, I got induced. So I didn't uh, feel much. Okay. Oh, you I did a section or did you do you, a natural? Like a- I did cookie. Okay. But like Stassi. Yeah. Stassi like went into labor on her own. So oh, like the oh. water broke. Why did you get induced? Ocean was born three weeks early because my... Mm. My placenta was old. Like, how's that pop? Yeah, how is I it? know. What did you know? It thought, well, I went into my 20-week appointment, and they were super concerned about Ocean. They said she's, like, not growing. So <gasps> What? Yeah, so I had to go in every two weeks since my 20-week appointment, oh, and 40 so weeks is full term. And they said her head was growing, but the rest of her body wasn't. And... As a mom, you're freaking the fuck out. Yeah, yeah what, I mean, like, what, how, yeah. what, what do you do? You can't do anything. No, it. I was praying a lot and drinking a lot of protein shakes, like doing anything right. I could because my placenta was thinking that my pregnancy was further ahead than oh it really was. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes, I've never even knew that it could do that. Neither did I. so interesting. Isn't it weird? That yeah. is really weird. I don't even... Uh, so you were induced. To, good thing you didn't feel a lot of contractions. No. That's I walked awesome. in. They were like, let's start the process. That's what the, the IV in the arm was to mm -hmm. give you the Pitocin or whatever to yeah. kickstart yeah. labor. Yeah. And... What's her birthday? March 15th. Oh, that's... Wait, it, it's coming up. Yeah. Coming up. Oh, my on God. Next her one On Tuesday. Wait, is she Tuesday an Aries? No, oh, she's she? a Pisces. Oh, How oh, crazy is I connect with Pisces? That's actually that's perfect. perfect. I was going to say, is that why you induced her at that time? Because well, no, I don't do that. No. <laughs> Some people do that. How about Sly did that with Scarlet, yeah, my little sister? Yeah, he did Scarlet. She was on um, the verge of becoming... What was the sign before... Gemini? Gemini. Actually, don't I know. think is it a Taurus? Just Scarlett's um when's her birthday? May 25th. He just said something like she can't be a Taurus. So he, my mom Oh, oh was yeah, induced. no. April is Taurus. I yeah. Think. So she's like he's like I can't have a Taurus baby. And so he made uh, my mom get induced so she'd be a Gemini. <laughs> so she's born in May? Yeah, yes. she's May 25th. It was something like whatever that. Is, what's right whatever's right before. Well, if it's April April end of April. End of April. I fuck yeah, yeah, something like that. But he made my mom. He was like, no, no, no. I need to have a Gemini. Yeah. I can't have. Because end end of March into April of something, I'd have to look, would be. Taurus. Because our cousin is a Taurus. She's, she's April, April 10th. 
I don't fucking know. Uh, so I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't fucking that. know. Well, that's good that you Once we actually... get into those, I have no yeah. idea either. I have I'm the type of like, I'm like, we're, we're the same. We're Virgos. Virgo, what's yours? I'm a Cancer. Okay, see? Familiar, familiar. Yeah. But see, I, I know only that. know mm-hmm. Virgos and Cancers. And, and that's it. Someone that's you said Pisces, and I'm like, I don't know what a Pisces is. And I don't Our mom's a Leo, and that's why we all Love a good Leo, too. So do we. Love a Leo. Yep. Okay, let's talk about you before LA. You're from Utah. Yes. And Can I show you guys something that I just got? Yeah. yeah. I got my Wait, area the- code tattooed Wait, on that's me badass. from Utah. Wait, when I did you get that? that? Like last week. Oh, my God. I was like, you know what? I need to represent. Yeah. I need yeah. to find my roots again. Do you, do you impulsively get your tattoos or do you like to think them out? No, I impulsively get them. I also got mom. Oh, that's cute. So though. trashy. No, actually, so the mom on the arm is like really cute. No, I like I do that. Love that. It's like uh, if you got a huge heart around it, I'd be like, all right, like maybe you're going to like biker gang I a little have bit. Dad in written in a heart on the Wait, back. That's of actually arm. cute. Though. I like, like the, the old school heart with the arrows. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I really like it. I like it too. Whatever, Sophia. Okay, well, so did you decide that it had to be here? Did you were like thinking any other place, or were you like? I knew that I wanted a tattoo there. I definitely didn't think it was gonna be. 801. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, after I got it, I was having a panic attack. I was Why? like, what have I just done? I was like, I should oh, have no. gotten it over here because all my tattoos are over here. That's the comfort zone. No, but, but now I love it. It's, it's balanced. No, it's balanced. It's balanced. It's balanced. Yes. I like it. You can't have everything on the left side. You don't want to just do like a whole sleeve on one side. It's good no. to like disperse it. Right. Do a little Pete Davidson, you know? So you guys a little everywhere. Put them everywhere. <laughs> put them everywhere. You're from the 801. You're from Utah. Yes. When did you move to L.A.? And did you move to become an actress? Yes. I moved right out of high school originally. Mm. And I made it four months. And I was like, I cannot do this. This city Stop. is not what I— I thought it was going to be like an episode of The Hills, you yeah. know? Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's how, I know everyone thinks that. And then they come here and we're like, it's a lot harder and horrible. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot harder than it's I thought really it was really hard, be. yeah. Um, and then I moved back to Utah. I went to community college for like two years because mm-hmm. I was just going to be a normie. And I was like, I— fucking hate this. I'm right. going back. So I moved back at 23. Wow. And there was no other option. And yeah, I wanted to be an actress. I had been acting in, in the arts since I was 12. Mm-hmm. But like it was it was just different now. No right. one cared about like where you trained. It was more no. about how many followers you have on social yeah. media. Was this like that back then too? Yes. That's I really It was like just starting. And I was like anti-social media. Like yeah. you don't need to know what I'm doing. Right, yeah. right. I mean, why? Yeah. Why? Like why do you need to know where I am? No, I always thought, I still think that. I, I still agree. think that too. So stupid. I agree. No, I still like, I want to get to that point where I actually don't need to use my Instagram at all anymore. That would be the life. No. But that's just great. Moral. But you can't do happen. that. You know? you can't, but the day that I can, yeah, I'm out. handing it over to someone else and I want exactly. no part of it. I exactly. I know. I'm like, I don't feel like posting, tagging. It's like also— You guys are good at it, though. Oh, we're actually you guys always shit at it. So we're a little great. shit at it. No, yeah, you not- know what, though? We're so inconsistent. We won't post for three weeks to a month and then we'll do one post and we're like, okay, this is good for another four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're never consistent. Like, no, we don't have any. Like, our, we have our management team. So, like, so what do you, like, focus on? We're, I don't know. They're like, what's your pot— your, Instagram around. Well, I don't know. We don't have like one consistent yeah. thing that people go to us for. Like if I look at your Instagram, you're so like and I know exactly beauty. what I'm getting. It's beauty, it's baby, it's lifestyle, it's home. Us, a lot it's of like, clicks, click and buy. Click and buy. But it's good. Oh my god, bills to pay. <laughs> I got a lot of swipe ups. <laughs> click too, and buy guys. the goddamn toothbrush. <laughs> Give them Lala, buy. take it. <laughs> buy the headband. Wait, so um, were you always just like going back to Utah? Have you always been a very outspoken, confident person? Or at least like maybe you weren't confident, yeah, but like in just high like school. a very like, yeah, outgoing like in person? High school. Yeah. I was 
in high school. Well, because of the way that I was bullied in elementary school, I became outspoken because that was like my defense mechanism. It Mm -hmm. was, you know, like I just developed a very sharp tongue with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was there like a moment that like made you change like that? Or was just in general over time, like bullying and things are like, I need to just stand up for myself. I think it was me becoming friends with like this group of girls in about the fourth grade that they were very clicky. Mm -hmm. And I was sensitive. Like I just, Mm -hmm. that was the type of person that I Mm -hmm. was. And I just figured I'm going to start being an asshole. You know? Because it's easier. Because I mean, it's easier. If you're going to be a bitch, then I'm going to be a bigger one. Right. And actually, when you're—I've always heard this. If you're some, I mean, if someone's bullying you and if you kind of, like, outspeak them or outdo them, they, they always, like— you. Yeah, they respect you in a weird way. Yeah. But it also trains you to be, like, angrier sometimes. Like, Oh, yeah. I right? feel like I—because I was bullied, I, like, later down the line started seeing myself kind of turn into a bully. Mm. And I had to do a lot of self-reflecting and— figure out, like, why do you always feel the need? You know, like, pick and choose your battles. Yeah. Just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean they're stupid. I mean, but I understand why you did that and stood up for yourself because, I mean, we can name a hundred moments where someone was rude to us and then we don't say anything and then a few minutes later we go, I wish I had said this. Mm -hmm. I wish I had stood up for myself. But then it is a double-edged sword and you sort of develop habits over time that you're like, okay, these are kind of nasty. I need to get rid of them. When you moved to LA at 23, did you still sort of have that, you know, shield of armor where you're like, I have to be tough and stand up for myself all the time just because you're in a new place, new environment, new people. And the industry is cut through. Yeah, and and being in the acting world is fucking tough. Yeah, when I came out here, I was timid. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to fit in. And, you know, the girls that I was hanging out with, they had been friends of mine since I lived back home in Utah, Mm -hmm. so I knew them really well. But I was different. Like, I wore the big hoops, and I was wearing, like— my hats with, you know, whatever. I was just like, I I was just different from them. Right. And they tried to tell me like, no, this is is what's in style. This is what you should wear. And I still wasn't fitting in. And I would go places and like people wouldn't pay attention to me. And I would kind of just like fall into the background. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like if I want to put a green wig on with my NWA hat and the biggest hoops you've ever seen— then, like, I want—that's what I want to wear. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of drawn to that, and I finally felt like myself. I feel like the city started giving me a lot of confidence that I had never had. Right. But that's so interesting because I think you're giving the city credit, but I want to give yourself credit because I've lived in L.A. my whole life, and I don't feel like it's given me any confidence. If anything, it does the opposite. So do you think that—because when you were on Vanderpump Rules— you were that person. You had the hoops. You had the attitude. You had the best outfits. And a lot of the girls, I feel like in the beginning, just did not like you. And no. like were just, because it's easier that way, just to sort of be against the one person that wants to be themselves. How did you not, you know, buckle down? Because sometimes it's just easier to be like, okay, I'm going to swim with the stream than go up it because I'd rather have fun, friends than be alone. Like, how did you continue to like push through and be yourself? I feel like that just came with me understanding the assignment. Mm. And I just, like, I knew that if I didn't exude a certain level of confidence, 
that they would eat me alive. Right. And Ooh. I knew I can't go back to Utah. Like, this is it. This is, I, I'm here. I'm hoping that this will parlay into something much bigger for me. This is mm -hmm. my springboard. So I really had to fake it until I made it. If if something I did bothered them, mm -hmm. I would do it even more. Like, right. I can show That's you so how funny. annoying I can get for you. <laughs> You're upset that, like, I have a profile picture of my ass. I'm going to take oh, yeah. my top off in front of your man. Oh, you know? Like, oh, I wouldn't right. do those things now. Now, but, but you're like, You were before, so fun to watch. Like, you were so alive. fun to watch. I so look back fun. and I'm like, what were we doing? But at the same time, I'm like, without those little moments, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have all of the things that I have now. And I would have never grown and learned and changed, yeah. evolved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I— have so many people that will try to, like, take me back. Well, you did this. It's like, well, let's talk about what I did when I was 1960. I mean, yeah. we can— I, We have the right yeah. to evolve as people. 100%. Oh, my God. We're allowed to change who we are in, like, two years, a year, a right. month. Right. Like, it's also, we don't have to be the same person. You know, it's so much easier for someone not in front of a video camera to, like, pass judgment at you. But when you have rea reality TV shows constantly filming your whole life— Everyone is bound to make a mistake, especially if you're catching it on camera. It doesn't make everyone look great all the time. Is there something that you did on the show that you're like, oh, you know what, if I could take it back, I probably would? There's only one thing I've ever done on Vanderpump Rules that I'm like, damn it. Really? What? Yes. And that was when I body shamed Katie. Because oh. it, it was so against everything that... I represent right. everything that my mom had taught me. Like, it went against how I was raised. Like, we don't yeah. talk about yeah, how yeah. people look. Yeah. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. When I did that, that was a low moment. And I've done a lot of no, messed you know, up no, things on Vanderpump. You're owning, you're owning the you're only owning thing it. that I look back and go, I wish I never would have done that. No, because it's also, like, knowing you, that's totally not who you are at all. Like, you're so much—like, you, literally in the beginning of the podcast, you're talking about how, like, you love your womanly body. You love, like, what it does, like, how it's produced a child. It's, like, it changes, yeah. and you love those changes. I mean, I feel like—do uh, you ever feel like your daughter is going to watch the show and go, like, oh, my—like, are you going to show your daughter the show and, like, sit with her and stuff, or— You know, everyone— asks me, like, a lot of people ask me, are are you going to be embarrassed? Like, what you wrote in your book. And it's like, I want my kid to read these things. I want her to see that her mom has had to face a lot of different decisions, yeah. different circumstances. Right. This is how I handled them. I'm not perfect. I want her to know, like, I've done my fair share of messed up things. Mm -hmm. I feel I've come out on top. You can trust me. You're always mm -hmm. safe. Yeah. I'll never judge you. I love that because I feel like even when our mom opens up about things like she's done in the past, she's not done like that much. But whenever she does open up more, it actually, we relate to her more. And exactly. And we actually, yeah, we get closer and we almost like don't do the same mistakes or we at least, if we do make a mistake, we feel comfortable enough. Like you're super close with your mom to talk about it with right. her, you know, because she's probably opened up with you about things that she's she done. has. And I think that's so important. I like that you're going to share your daughter. I wish you like, I want to be I there. Like, I, I like, like you guys too because it. honestly, it, it shows me that you are already going to have such a close relationship with her. The fact that you're willing to be open mm -hmm. and say, like, you know, when I was this age, I made mistakes, but you're going to learn from them. That is the reason why Sophia and I have so such a tight-knit yeah. relationship with Scarlett as well. Like, being open is the 
best thing for a mother-daughter relationship. I agree with yeah. you. Were you like that with your mom? Oh, my God. I I would walk in the front door and be like, I gave my first blowjob. <laughs> oh, my God. So you're <laughs> and my dad's your like, I don't want to hear, hear that. And I'm like, you got to leave the room go. then because it was that awesome. So funny. No, I love that because then you don't feel shameful for doing things like that. Yeah, it's like, I feel, yeah. because it's normal. Like, to right. have your first blowjob or, like, to have sex for the first time. Like, I'm well aware that my daughter is going to pick up a drink at some point in her life. Yeah. Exactly. She's going to have sex. She's going to make mistakes. I, I give and tricks. I mean, if she asks, <laughs> like, if she asks me, but I also want her to know, like, there's always a time and a place for things. And yeah. I, I know because of my experiences, mm -hmm. if you choose to go and drink, I hope that you don't drink under 21. But if you do, because I get it, I've been to high school yeah, before, right. please call me if you need a ride. Like right. all of these little things of just oh like, I never want her to yeah. feel like she can't call me. You're going to be the coolest mom ever. I hope I'm but a the cool trusting mom. Because mom. mom is you do that will too. Be. The, first of all, you're already dressing like a cool mom. You're already a MILF, which is so exciting. Yeah, my Thank God, you. that's like our one goal in life. No, it's not just our one goal. That's our only thing we've ever wanted. Goal. <laughs> but like, milf. it's part of the few goals I have. <laughs> what age, what age um, for Ocean are you like really excited to get with her? Because it could be, you know, 16 or maybe 25. Can you imagine her as a 25-year-old? Like, no, not at all. I hope we're like me and my mom when I feel she's like that age. so many good like flirting tips. I feel like you have really good flirting tips. Do I? I feel like I'm so yes, Lala. Lala. There's no, like you're so confident. Maybe it's just like you're going to say I'm just confident and like you'll be the one to like go up to someone first. Like I, have you always been like, are you, I feel like you're I, good at it though. Because like you just come off as just I am who I am. Like if you're not into it, like don't want me. And then the guys are probably like, Fuck, like, wait, I want you. I mean, I slid into someone's DM on Christmas. No. And can I tell you? How'd it go? I haven't slid into a DM since I was probably 23 and hammered. Stop. Yes. So I slide into his DM with emojis, okay? Just emojis? Just fucking two no. emojis. What emojis? It, please don't put flames. No. Just, I did a flame. <laughs> no. Just listen. And like the like the the, the hand. <laughs> hand. I actually no. kind of love that combination. Wait. And he sends me two emojis back, and I was like, I'm gonna be really honest with you right now. I'm new to sliding into the DM, so I'm not quite sure what to do. But Wait. I just want to let you know, like, you look good. Yeah. What did he not? respond to your flames? He said. I'm so happy I saw your message and then sent me his phone number. Well, and then chef's kiss to that. So guys, if you're ever trying to slide wow. in, just use no. a flames and chef kiss emoji, you're in. I have no game, but I warned him. I was like, I'm like, I don't have a game. Well, is it because like, you haven't been in the game for a while that you're like, oh shit, like how do I get back in the game? Yes. I, I mean, know, it's kind of scary. No, what is, what's, it's very scary. Yeah, it's scary. What's scary is people don't really have a meet cute today. It's not like you're at a coffee shop and you're like, Oh, I'll pay for your coffee. What's your name? Let me get your number. Now it's all about dating apps, sliding in the DMs. Totally. Oh, God. Are you and not trying to do dating weird. apps? Yeah. No, I'm like not in the apps. zone of dating apps. I wouldn't. Way. You don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, dating apps are weird. Well, Instagram's enough of a dating app as it is. Like, you can literally DM whoever you totally. want. Totally. I agree. And I was talking to these two girls the other day who are, like, super into sex and stuff. Um, 
And they said they actually like Instagram better than dating apps because you can look Mm -hmm. at the profile Mm -hmm. videos to hear the voice, see who they follow, if there's mutual friends. friends. That is No, I think it's so much. I think the only hard part is seeing if they will see it. Mm -hmm. But like other than that, I mean, like at least you have a surefire chance of like it's 50% if they see it and they like want it or not. There was, and because of like the zone I'm in right now, Honestly, like, if he never would have seen it, I wouldn't have cared. And, like, if yeah. he never yeah. would have responded, I wouldn't have cared. Like, so I, I have think, so much other shit wait, to so be that's dealing the trick. with. That's yeah. the trick to not care if they don't answer or respond. Not at all. I, but a lot of people care. And yeah, then they get they really do. upset about mm-hmm. it and then beat themselves up about it. So that's that's. Have you been right on there. a date recently? Like, because dating itself, have you been on a first date <laughs> recently? Because first date after, like, not dating for a while is so like you forget like I literally remember the last time when I got out of a long relationship I'm like I don't know what to talk about like what do you do how do you how do you and I'm a Virgo like I ask you questions about your family your job like I I evaluate you like are you gonna (laughs) come with a checklist exactly I'm like the shoes the outfit the hair like totally the tone is he like funny is he not funny is the texture of the voice high yeah exactly are the hands small is it Mm. veiny is it strong Mm. Mm -hmm. like that's the biggest like I know that was like what I was overwhelmed about like have you been on the first date since I've only been on two dates with the same person Mm -hmm. in a group setting you guys are gonna think I'm so weird so I have retained a PI because I'm so scarred that Mm -hmm. anybody who I let in as like like that I'm interested in I run the background check that is Awesome. Wait, that's, yeah. By the way, that's but my job for her. She's yeah. my PI. So I was gonna say that's the same PI. thing. Just she's free. I think that's kind of smart because like, do you have access to like um, credit checks and things like that? No. Oh, oh my see, god. Girl, I'm doing it all. Doing it all. <laughs> I'm seeing lawsuits. You got felonies. You got back. You're like on child you're support, like liens, stealing all of it. Kind of hot. Okay. Yeah. But by Science. the way. <laughs> Genius. And there should be an app for this because you're going to be saving a lot of time if there are some criminal records or some unpaid things. Yes. That's so smart. I don't mess around. So the background check came back and I was like, it ain't going to work out. Do you have like a type that you're going for? Or are you kind of like whoever's super nice? Like a good person. Tall, dark, and handsome with a lot of tattoos. A lot of tattoos. Yes. We were saying it. We love tattoos. Oh my God. I can totally see you with like someone fully tatted. Yeah. That's badass. Hot. Hot. Yeah. Yes. Oh my Wait, God. how tall are we talking? I mean, depending on the build. Yeah. Mm. You know, because you can't be like tall and lurpy, but like this last dude was like. <laughs> like Slender Man. We don't want that. Slender Man. No, no, no. But he was like almost 6'8, but like oh. yoked. 6'8? Yes. I, I, oh. oh my God, Lala. I'm Jeez. so excited for you to like. Yeah. Call you. Like, you know, I, was really, I was really upset to have to, you know, cut him. Wait, oh. his credit score bad? The whole thing came back not right. God, I was like, like, I can't wait, wait, it. So you went on two dates, and then the PI came back going, you know. <laughs> yeah, he said it to me. I'm sure the PI thinks that I'm a nutcase, but like, no, yeah, it's fair. No, and it I takes a, few, a couple weeks, two or three weeks, because I'm go in depth. I'm doing criminal. I'm doing hell like, yeah. That's you owe hard money. because then those two to three weeks are crucial. You could be getting so close with him, Can and you? then all of a sudden you go, uh, no, oh, no, no. Our, safe our Virgo oh. brain, you know, we don't know. No, we don't See, think that. I don't get it. We're business oriented. Exactly. I'm like, is this a good investment? Have you my time? Are they gonna make me? 
grow as have a person. Have you been on an absolutely terrible date? Because Sophie and I talk about it all the time on the show. We always talk about horrible we dates on the on show. We go on more bad dates than good dates. We like to oh, I believe that. So have you gone yeah. on one that was just, you couldn't believe that this is No, I've only actually been on those two group dates. I'm in like, not even before. In oh, even in, in life? In life, yeah. Like, have you ever been on a horrible date? Like, yeah. Like, With a guy who asked me how I wanted to split the check. Oh, uh, we've had that. Oh, I've <laughs> like, yeah, oh, had, had a guy push the check to me. Oh, yeah. I'll do you one better. He's like, this one's on fly tonight. I was talking about how confident I was. I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel really good about this. Blah, blah. He goes, well, since you're such like a confident, independent woman. <laughs> Lala, how about this? I had a guy, not even halfway through the first cocktail. And he invited me to dinner, by the way. the check. Slid his resume towards me. <laughs> no! I and mean, I thought he was so cute. I was so excited. Yeah, he was I older. I was like, ooh, wow. And we did this whole his resume. Was he an actor? Yes. Well, oh, the, no. the best part know. was this guy. We, we had to tell this story one day about how, like, we kind of, when Sissy and I go out, if she's <laughs> interested in a guy, like, I help her get break apart the friend. And so I'm she can slide into I'm in a yeah. relationship now. And I deal work. with these stupid idiots. I know. She's lucky. Oh I'm God. struggling. Okay, the shortest I would go is probably 6'3". Fair. You know what? Fair. Six. But my ex, my ex was six oh, seven, honey, so I'm I get it. Shooting for the fucking By stars. Way, don't limit I mean, yourself. I, no. Honestly, yeah. Okay. My and you want to know what's amazing? Six, three. That's fine. See, yeah. they're out there. Yeah, they are there. out there. They're I'm out there. so comfortable by myself that if he never arrives. I'm good. <laughs> See, but that's a level of stability that, like, a lot of people don't have and something I still don't have. Yeah, but I get, you know, I How said you get that? that. No, I said this, and I was single for three years, and now I'm like, I really want to cuddle. And I never like cuddling. I don't like being with anybody. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like being alone, but now I'm just like, I need to, I, like, I miss companionship. Like, right. But I feel like there is a certain point where, like, oh, I kind of, like, miss having a person next to me to talk okay. to. Yeah, like, what do you miss most about but, having, like... A partner like next to you, or just oh, being that's in a relationship. Such a hard question. <laughs> um, I haven't been in like a healthy, fun relationship since I was with my high school sweetheart. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. You deserve one like you. That, yeah. So what? What's something that like you are definitely not going to settle on for the next relationship yeah. that you didn't get in your last one? Um, I want his time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Phone use is a big one. Yep. Right. Um, I think those would be contrary to what people think. I'm not a materialistic person. Like I don't need, mm-hmm. no. I don't need gifts. Mm-hmm. Like even for Ocean's birthday, people are like, "What does she want for her birthday?" And I'm like, I didn't even think about the present aspect. I was like, yeah, I was yeah. just excited for you guys to come just to a party. Come to party, like the yeah, bouncy house yeah. there. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I'm not a gift person. Yeah, right. I just want like quality time and attention, and for us to have like. A lot of like, I have to laugh with you. Have fun. No, totally. Yes. No, but I honestly get the whole PI thing and like also wanting quality time and stuff. It's like when you haven't, when you can't trust someone, it's like it really just mm-hmm. completely deters you from like your friend. Like you have to honestly, you almost overevaluate everything mm-hmm. now, and it's so annoying because it like almost ruins. Not ruins like the next relationship, but you you have to be so much more conscious and aware. And it's just right. like it's so unfair. I feel so bad for when people have to like go through that because then it just adds on a whole other layer of a part of like a relationship that you need to consider, which is like just the loyalty. Yeah. You know? Definitely. That that aspect though, like yes, definitely. I feel like the PI part is just like me being smart. You okay. know? But I feel like you're just guarding your heart. You're just Beyond thinking, that, though, yeah. because that stuff is, like, the logistics. That's yeah. the business end. Because mm-hmm. had I gotten married, mm-hmm. 
I would be dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got to make sure that who I'm dating, you don't have shit that's going to affect me should we ever get married one day. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even right. want to, like, venture into territory with you like that. Right. The part about my heart, I, you would think that I would have a lot of trust issues. Mm-hmm. I don't. Really? I'm not, I'm not scarred by what's happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe there's good men out there. I believe I will find one. That's really good. I'm not opposed to opening up to somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. You See, know? But how? Well, but a lot of people struggle with that. So why, how did you get to that? Because like your, I mean, your situation is so much, I mean, not that anyone's like cheating thing is less severe, but like you have a child with him right. and all this stuff. So how did you actually come to terms and say like, I'm not going to let this ruin the next relationship I have? I, this is like mean of me to say, but I'm honest. I don't feel like my heart was in that relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt like he was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was my best friend. Mm-hmm. That part I think was the hardest part that I was like, that was like, oh my gosh, my best friend is gone. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't, I wasn't in love. Right. You know when you know. You know when yeah. you're in love with somebody. Totally. I wasn't there. I don't I don't even know if I was ever there. I mean, three right. years of the relationship, I was hammered. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's it's my relationship is or my last relationship is just it's very messy and hard for people to understand because of the way that I defended him all the time and what I portrayed. And there will be a day where I can talk about what it was like behind the scenes for me in that Mm -hmm. relationship. Right. Because I'm a ride or die for my person. I will never not defend the person I'm with. Mm -hmm. And then if there's an issue, I'll discuss it behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that, I think that I'm not affected going forward into other relationships because my heart really wasn't in it. Right. What are you going to teach That's Ocean well from, like, this experience that you've had? Because I know that she's probably going to ask questions. Like, what are you going to tell her about with her future relationships that you want her to remember? Like, when she's choosing a guy or girl or whatever she's, you know? Yeah. Um, that's going to be a hard one to navigate mm-hmm. because she's obviously going to read things. She's obviously going to have questions. But I believe that Children are very smart. Yeah. I'm not going to have to go into detail about things with Ocean. Right. And my job is, is to protect her at all costs. And there are certain things that I know that, like, she doesn't Aww. need to know. Mm-hmm. You know? She just doesn't. Oh, you're going to make me cry. In terms of just protecting oh, her. I don't want her to find someone like that person but she will because she sees you doing that yeah and she saw that you are making a better choice for yourself which will she'll copy because kids are like sponges they'll do the exact same thing it's just teaching her her self-worth and like you were strong enough to go you know what i don't deserve this i don't need this and your daughter's gonna watch that alone and go you know what because my mom was strong enough to go and change her whole life and switch around in within like a week that I can do the same thing. Yeah. And I really hope that. that I hope that that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like my biggest fear is when she starts getting older and has questions and you know like I don't know if I'm handling this the right way. 
Like, I'm handling this situation the best way that I possibly can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's unfamiliar to me. I'm still, like, shocked. Yeah. And even though, like, maybe my heart wasn't in it, I felt safe. And that my safety, I feel, was put at risk. I feel like I was betrayed heavily. And I'll be okay. I just... I'm just trying to figure it out, mm -hmm. you know? So I just yeah. need everyone to go easy on me. You're doing great. <laughs> like, Sorry. No, it's okay. Because but there's no, no, there's no like, right <sighs> way to go about this. You're dealing with something that is, like, so public and also hurtful to you. And there's a kid involved. There's no, like, rule book to how you should go about it. And Sophia and I have been saying this since the start. The way that we think you are handling it is so... Good and, and by the way, as a woman, it's so different. And, and it's so different. Like you're doing it so elegantly. I know I would probably burn down seven buildings at this point. <laughs> yeah, and really. you're doing such a good job. And I mean, I have my I have my fucking petty moments, but and then you're I, allowed to. You're allowed, you're allowed to. to. You're completely you know, allowed to. You are allowed That's to. Like your You've healing got so process. much on your plate. You're such a good mommy to Ocean. Yeah, Thank really. You. I mean, like the fact that you already like I. You say that you, like, almost don't know if you're doing it right, but, like, the fact that you even acknowledge that and you're like, but I'm going to keep doing the best that I can. You have so much clarity already. Yeah, and seriously. At, I feel like you're at stages of, of your mental state where you should be at maybe a year or two years yeah. from now. And it's like the fact that you're already there so soon after is, is I mean, your growth is incredible. What do you think Thank has you. helped you with the breakup then, like, the most? with like the transition like who's have you talked to someone that like your mom the most that's helped you like for people that have got is going through this like what do you think has been the best you guys are gonna think I'm so weird when I say no, this because really, wait, don't. my mom has been amazing mm -hmm. but for me this is something so much bigger that at at certain points in time like I have to turn it over to a higher power mm -hmm. and I beg sometimes hourly for strength and just like release me from the bondage of self. Like I go into my right. AA prayers and I'm like, this is too much for me. Mm -hmm. I'm in my head. I'm thinking 20 steps ahead. I need, I need you to bring my head to where my feet are. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what is saving me. Like my profound relationship with God in the universe. And I mm -hmm. get so annoyed when people talk about like their beliefs but since you're asking, yeah. like, that relationship is saving me. Right. That's amazing. No, because sometimes it's hard when it's there's so much going on mm -hmm. to find something or anything to ground you and go right. put me back to square one. And I know, like, I'm, I'm the same way. I overthink things. I think about, like, what I need to do next and 10 years from now and this and this. Like, and I think of every single person involved. And it's like, that's not going to help me if I'm overwhelmed. Right. And I'm over my head about this. And like sometimes just talking to someone without having a response and just ears. Yeah. Because you could talk to your mom, your best friends, your sisters about what you're feeling, but they're not living in your experiences. They're not having the conversations that you've had. They're not feeling these things. They, they're not the mom to Ocean. There's so many things that they don't ever, they'll never understand. So just being able to sit and talk to someone that understands mm -hmm. without a response is like... I totally, you nailed it. I totally That's exactly it. what it is. It really is that. I mean, it's like so weird to explain it, but sometimes at these like intense moments, this is like when you realize this is what I need the most, which mm -hmm. is just to talk about it without actually hearing anyone's opinion. Right. 
I know, because sometimes we do that with each other. It's like, mm-hmm. some, like even yesterday. Yesterday, I was, I was telling her that <laughs> she, she called, called me. me and she said, how are you? And I started screaming, hysterically crying. Yeah. Not good. And uh, she was like, why? And I'm like, just don't ask questions. I want to fix it. Like, I like to fix it. I get it. And we got in a fight because she's like, I want to help you. And I was like, I don't want help. I just want to cry. And she's yeah. like, okay. And then I so just, I get it. So I, I left her totally. alone and I asked her if she had a tray. For my food. Oh, <laughs> she came up like, so much. Like, so my my kitchen appliances. So yeah, sorry, I'm not going to give that anyway, back. Lala, we love you so much. I, I love dude, you guys. I sorry I cried. I get no, a little. No, don't. No, by the way. I <laughs> There's going to ta- be a day that I don't cry one time. We yeah, were oh talking about it earlier this episode that I've had this week crying episodes. <laughs> so it feels really good to let it out. I think we've cried three times this week already. It's we only love Wednesday. it. It's so good for it's you. It's great. Yes. Yes. I think so. I like crying. And I look cute after. I'm all like red. My eyes look pretty. Natural blood. Yeah, I'm like it's sweet. Like people feel bad for me. So I wanna, I wanna tell. <laughs> Sounds really bad. People feel bad for me. Get out of here. I wanna tell all the listeners. Like very toxic. About really quick, where they can find your beauty products. Give them Lala. Where can they find? Yes, that? you can get give them Lala beauty at givethemlala.com. If you have little babies, you can get baby goods at givethemlalababy.com. Yeah. Yes. The second I found out I was pregnant, I was like. And I will be pimping this baby out. Yep. Throw the bows on. Ocean, get those bows on. And you're going on tour? We're going on tour. You can get tickets um, at givethemlive.com. A lot of people ask yeah. me, like, what are you doing on tour? I'm like, we're going to have the best time ever. That's yeah, all you need to tell. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, yeah, so you can find tickets on givethemlive.com or um, on my Instagram at Lala Kent. Oh, we, we love you. Go. I love okay. you. You're the most genuine person ever. And one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, actually, like, by probably, far. we say this, but, like, actually, because you're so open and honest, and I feel like so many people are going to gain so much insight about, like, how they can even just take what you've mm-hmm. gone through and, like, use it in their own life. Yeah. Like, that alone is enough. And well, so thank you the for tears are worth me. it. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of we course. love you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.